Hey guys, Justin Henry with Emerge Marketing Strategies. Today I'm going to be sitting with J. Ron Jackson, and I'm excited for this conversation. We're going to talk about business, community involvement, and that next generation of entrepreneurs, people just trying to do well, and just how we can make an impact as young entrepreneurs and people in the community, um, college educated, and getting everybody up to speed and affording the same opportunities. Check it out. Hey guys, Justin Henry with Emerge Marketing Strategies on another episode of Emerge Up. We're here with J. Ron Jackson. How are you doing today, J. Ron? Doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. Good. Good to hear. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about his foundation and some things he's doing with his nonprofit and just his journey in general. And I, I'm really excited to have this conversation. I'm glad you could be a part of this today. So go ahead, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your organization. Awesome. So my name is uh, Jaron Jackson. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Architects of Hope which is artists and athletes organizing higher education. Uh, me and my twin brother, who we're co-founders, we have been working with the youth for about um, 10 years. Sounds awesome. like, because of our age, sounds like um, a really long time, but it's really not. Right. Uh, graduated from Sac State. Um, I have my degree in criminal justice. My brother has his in uh, communications. So I'm um, coming back to the neighborhood that we grew up in. We, um, we saw an issue and a problem in the way that the after school space and the kids were being um, served. So us being from the same neighborhood, us wanting to um, give back to our community after graduating, playing football right. too as well. We, um, we started diving into working for different districts, different organizations to understand the, um, the land and the field and the area right. of uh, the, the business and the, the realm that we were getting into. So um, after seeing some things that we liked, seeing some things that we did not like, we created to started. We decided to um, found our own organization and focus on those student athletes because um, we believe that student athletes and artists are the ones that lead the culture on campus. Right. So if you can change the culture on campus through the athletes, then you can change the community. So our vision and dream is to transform our communities to back to where. Um, they can, they are helping, um, they're doing what community should be doing. Right. You know, we serve um, South Sacramento, Oak Park, the Del Paso Heights area. These are um, historically low income areas that there are a lot of crime, a lot of violence, a lot of poverty. Right. Um, there's a lot of reports coming out in the past couple of years saying like the infant mortality rate in certain area codes and zip codes. Um, people are dying a lot faster in certain areas. So those are the areas that we wanted to specifically serve, but not just do it on a level to where we're giving them these fly-by-night different programs and going in once a month or just doing like conferences. We wanted to be able to work with them on a weekly and on a daily basis. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. And, you know, you touched on just having that idea. Yes. You know, being and saying that you wanted, you know, it started from nothing, honestly. Absolutely. You know, and maybe I, I want to hear a little bit more about how you got into that because that's an exciting thing for us. When you, you touched on something that impacted your life being a student athlete and seeing how that transpired into a little bit more. Talk to me about your journey, maybe like going back, was it high school, college, like where, where did that come from? Um, it actually, so if we have to get there, we have to go back um, three generations. 
So my grandmother is actually one of the first, um, uh, she was one of the first black families in El Paso Heights. Okay. She was very involved in the community, in the churches, in the school districts at Grant Union High School. Okay. So she then- um, Did you go to Grant? I did not go to Grant, but my mother and all her brothers and sisters all went to Grant. Very good legacy, yeah. Legacy, exactly. <laughs> so um, they, my uncle, Dr. Alan Rowe, who is the founder of the UCAM Foundation, um, he truly inspired me and my brother to um, give back to the community in a major way. Right. So when we um, became of age and we were old enough, we began working for him. We then transitioned us working for my uncle, seeing the work that he did into something that better fit and better suited what me and my brother were capable of. Gotcha. You know, and that, that being, a, being a student athlete in Sacramento, um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great honor. You know, being high school football, then going to Sac State, and playing college ball, but not have not having the feeling like I was a failure because I didn't go to the NFL right. or I didn't go to the league or I'm not overseas playing pro. I think there's a stigma on student athletes, and if you're not in the NFL or in the NBA after college, it's like you failed and you dropped the ball. But that's never what sports should be about. Sports is about learning. Um, teamwork, dedication, and knowing that you can, you know, do something and transition that to something else. Well, and you make a good point there, you know, because <clears throat> as individuals, you have, you know, that's who you inspire. When you're, when you're a kid, you want to be a sports player. You want to be, you know, the musician or, you know, those, they have those positions out there yeah. and career choices out there. And it's easy to gravitate towards yes. those because of the impact that's made. Yes. And I think that you're touching on a really good topic is that people who are college educated, just even those who aren't, but people who are willing to step into the community and make a difference can still have that same impact. Yes, 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 Even if it's on maybe a little tighter scale, but it's, there's still a larger scale there, but there's an impact that can be made by each individual person. And you mentioned Sac State, man. I know that's where we've yeah, crossed paths definitely absolutely, before. Absolutely. Um, and that educational piece, man, talk to us a little bit about how that, you know, because I know some of that probably happened at, at college. You yeah, probably absolutely. started to get a lot of these absolutely. ideas. Absolutely. Because uh, that's where, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, yes. that's where you start to figure yourself out. Yes, yes, you make yes. that transition from high school, you're in college, you start networking with other individuals, um, growing the community on campus. You're there yes. for four years, people sharing the same vision, the same aspirations that you want. And I know a lot of that had to have started there at, at college. Absolutely. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. No, um, absolutely. Um, so I think the biggest thing for us was when we got to Sac State, we were playing football. I was a criminal justice major, and it was a tough situation. Right. You know, um, being uh, one of the first generations going to college, doing football, trying to um, study grades and keep everything up. But when I realized once I got done with football, me and my brother started doing events on campus, started throwing kind of parties, doing these different yeah. entrepreneurial things that um, we're in college, but we're utilizing our network. Me and my brother created um, the Sac Town Hopper. What's that? Which was, it was a bus that would take you from Sac State, uh -huh. and it would take you to all the clubs downtown. But people say, they look at it like, oh, it's fun, this is, it takes coordinating. You right. got buses, you got to pay people, you got to have gas, you got to connect with the club owners, right. you know, to get right. people in. There's a lot of coordinating. Um, I also had the ability to work at the well. And the well is Sac State's recreational facility, and I was a marketing and special events manager, supervisor. Okay. Okay. So that gave me a lot of tools and a lot of um, opportunity to collaborate and work and do projects on campus on a major, major level. So I think that um, my college experience definitely um, 
prepared me and helped me for the role that I'm in today. Even though I graduated in 2013 and it's been a gap of time, mm -hmm. I think that in the end, I, you have to kind of like let the oven bake, let the bread bake in the yeah. oven. Yeah, You know, absolutely. if you take it out too early, it's not going to be right. That also sets the foundation for a lot of other things that you're doing. Yes. One, having to build that network, yes. reaching out to vendors, yes. participants. Yes. Yes. Uh, there's yes. a lot of outreach in that, yes. in developing yes. Yes. and. You know, through that coordination, I'm sure you met a lot of people. Yes. You probably talked with business owners. Yes. Probably talked with other, you know, just other affiliations, Absolutely. organizations in there. And it's crazy how, how you know, a network is so important. Yes. Your yes. network really determines how far you're going to That's expand. Cool. And you know, you start making those connections early. You never know where they're going to lead to. Because you can have somebody that comes into play in college and not talk to them again for yeah, years. Totally, you never totally. know the lasting impact of your brand, yes. right? Yes. And who yes. you are. And as you develop that, you know, you developed the, the Sacktown bus. The Sacktown Hopper, yeah. Sacktown yeah, Hopper, right. Yeah. You've developed that, and I think some of those, you're probably feeling a lot of the same things that you were using to implement Absolutely. that today. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So talk about that growth process. Absolutely. You know, taking that idea, and I'm sure there's there a lot of things that went well and some yes, things Absolutely. that did not go right. Absolutely. Uh, um, talk a little bit more about just your experience towards gravitating towards you right now. Um, so in college, it was a great time to where we were able to coordinate, put these events on, put these tournaments, and it pushed us to a level to where we were trying to engage. Yeah. yeah. Engage, engage. That's the key element that a lot of people miss, especially in the youth and the, the nonprofit space and the after school space, it's engagement. You can have the greatest um, uh, program or the greatest um, item or material, but if people can't see it and they can't find it, they're, they're not going to want it. So I think what we learned was we had to transition engaging college kids to engaging high school, middle school, and youth. Right. So that was really our transition to where we had to take a step back from the entertainment side of what we were doing and focus on education, programs, um, program development. So a lot of things that I used from my days doing events and um, marketing and branding, we used that in our day-to-day -day with the kids. Right. You know, getting the kids excited, engaging, making flyers and doing events for them, things of that nature. So it was, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you, you mentioned a keyword I like to touch on it too, engagement. Yes. Because, you know, in my world, the marketing world, a lot of engagement is on social media or yeah, with your totally. business, you're doing outreach to a specific audience yes. or, you know, you're on social media page and you know, a lot of times people are, say for instance, for, uh, for example, Instagram, yes. you know, people post a picture and not comment yeah. on anybody else's uh, business, it's hard for them to respond to messages, totally, totally, totally. right? So. But you mentioned that it creates, uh, people know about you that way. Nobody will know about you exactly. if you don't engage. Yes. And so, for, you know, your audience is going to be the youth. Yes. And with your engagement and, and reaching out to them, what are you guys doing? How are you guys reaching out to gotcha. them and providing an outlet for that youth, that transition, the, the next up and coming generation yes. to start to make that impact and having those conversations? What we've been able to do is we've been early on the social media outlets yes. to where we interact and engage with our students online. If a student connects with us, sends a comment, like their, their page, send a message, hey, how's everything going? Are you okay? Awesome. What's going on? So we, we were not afraid to connect socially online, unlike a lot of um, traditional education spaces. Oh. 
they would make you feel like the student would be like, oh, hey, Mr. So-and-so, yeah. can I follow you on your Facebook or your Instagram? Like, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. like, you can't. It's crazy. It's like, yeah. your, your life is that, that popping and crazy, right? But a student, you know, that's how you become human. And unfortunately, our youth, um, especially in the inner city, don't think that their teachers and their educators are human people. Yes. So when, when you're able to see people on the social and their families and their kids, it's like, oh, this is, this is a person. Right, you know, right. They have a heart, they have feelings. And I think that's what we brought, we're trying to bring to education, to, you know, youth engagement, is that ability to engage on um, on a real heart-to-heart -heart level with our students. Now that my kids know, like, I've struggled, i failed. Yeah. Like, as soon yeah. as I meet them and as soon as I talk to them, I tell them my struggles and just funny stories of things that weren't funny at the time, but they're funny now. So they know that, you know what, okay, cool, he's flawed, he's a person, so now I can open up to him about things that I'm going through. Right now we can create a real dialogue and real conversation. You make such a good point because I talk about that a lot, yeah. like with businesses and, and just in my space in general. Yeah. Um, I talk about that social impact and people like they don't connect to this. Because if you were walking down the street, you meet one of those kids, right? You're yeah. gonna, you interact with them all the time. You're going to have a natural conversation. Absolutely. You're not gonna just walk right past Absolutely. them or if they come up and ask you a Absolutely. question, you're not gonna just you know ignore them yes. or, or not hear what they're having to say. Yes. Well, social, I feel like it's so different. Yes. You know, and um, you want to engage with them. You want them to be a part. You want that trust factor. Yes, 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 you yes, want yes. that authenticity to come out. When you're talking with these individuals, you're talking with these students, they'll feel empowered yes. by being able to be branded with you. And it's unfortunate that a lot of organizations, a lot of businesses don't carry that same philosophy. Because as you connect with your audience, they become more in tune with what you do. Mm -hmm. Yes. They buy into the platform. Yes. They buy into you. They see you for who you are. And I think reaching out to them, that, that especially for your organization, that's necessary. Yes. You need them to be involved. You need them to have that impact because that next generation is what's gonna fuel us. Yeah, absolutely. They're gonna be taking Just like for business, their audience is what, what yeah. pays their bills and does that type. For you, what your message is, that audience is going to be empowered to make the next generation even better. What you're doing right now, we talked about legacy earlier. Yes. That's going to, that's two generations away. You're helping that right now. So talk a little bit about why you think that's important. Why you feel like them, you know, at that specific age, that that age group, why they need to have that type of interaction with people like yourself, cool. organizations that make a difference like yours. Cool. Um, and then, you know, going back to uh, when I kind of talked about the Sackville Hopper in my college days, understanding um, being an entrepreneur early. Um, we thought it was very important to engage the youth to where now they're the new entrepreneurs when they're seniors in high school, when they're going into college. So putting that gem and that thought and that ideal of being an entrepreneur in their head and letting them see what we're doing on the social. Yeah. So now we're not just talking about it. Now we're actually they're seeing us do it. Yeah. So you mentioned the Sacktown Hopper, and I want to touch on that a little bit more. You know, so talk to me like, like, Paint a picture of what that looked absolutely, like. You absolutely. know what I mean? Like that's that's an interesting topic because I think that a lot of those, you know, that generation yes. is going to be in the exact same position absolutely, you were. Absolutely. Um. So the Sacktown Hopper, we're in our early, you know, what I mean, twenties, young college yeah. kids. I'm um, just wanting to have fun. Right. You, you know, you're in college, you do your schoolwork, but there's also a social side of college yeah. that because of Sac State, 
being a commuter school and a school that's not a destination campus. I'm born and raised Sacramento through generation. So I'm like, oh, that's not gonna be my college experience. Yeah. I'm gonna have a great yeah. time. So instead of complaining about things, we created something because we saw a need. We right. saw something that needed to happen. And because of our friends and the people around us, then we're able to help and support us do that. So it was definitely trial and error, and it was definitely something that um, pushed us to be creative, pushed us to to be entrepreneurs before we knew we were entrepreneurs, which was something that was really fun and exciting for us. And um, we would also, you know, throw big events. Right. And, and with that, people were like, oh, um, are you guys making money? Are you doing X, Y, and Z? I'm like, no, not at all. Yeah. It's not when you're in college and you're young, you know, you're um, working with um, people that own these establishments. It's really just learning and being able to um, um, learn in the business world. Right. So, but to bring that all together, we want our students, our high school students, we want to be, to be able to give them the entrepreneurship bug early. Doesn't mean they need to go and work for themselves and not have a job, yeah. you know, but we want them to understand that you can create something on your own and you don't have to always have a boss or somebody that is telling you what to do. Yeah, you know, so we want the creative freedom for our young people. Talking about just kind of, you know, your, your landscape, yes. you know, your transition from, um, you know, college kid to creator to entrepreneur and impacting the new generation, man. Um, I love what Architects Behold's all about. And tell me a little bit more about what you guys got going on got and your plans for the current year. Got you. So we're currently in 10 different schools and across Sacramento Unified School District. We are in um, Rosemont Hiram Johnson High School. We're running our Men's Leadership Academy for the past three years. Um, we're at Sam Brandon and Wilson Wood Middle School, um, where we've been for the past two years. We currently um, fought tooth and nail to get um, um, Albert Einstein Middle School, which yeah. is my middle school that I attended, which was really um, exciting to come back home. And then we have two elementary schools. So we're creating a whole wraparound program for elementary, middle, and high school so students can have a consistent um, program. Um, what we were able to do with that is partner with Sac City Unified School District, okay. running the Men's Leadership Academy, which comes from Barack Obama's My Brother's Keeper initiative. So Sacramento is in the forefront for the work for young men of color. We've also, also worked with the Black Child Legacy, which their goal is to reduce African-American child death by um, an extreme rate, we want to bring that down. Right. And that is partnering with the Sierra Health Foundation. Awesome. So awesome. we have I've been able to partner with major, major players in this space. But the biggest thing for us is I'm getting ready for next year as well. Um, currently, um, Sac City Unified School District is um, $40 million in debt. Um, our government is shut down right now. Yeah. You know, Sac City Unified has the highest um, suspension rates for African-American males out of any district in California. So those three points alone says that we don't just need to continue this, we need to put this on a bigger scale, right. on a massive level. And I don't think that we need to um, depend on our districts, on our governments, on our state, um, for people, for these programs and for support. So that's why we're asking um, the people, we're asking uh, community members, to help us um, get those funds and be able to get those programs to continue those because um, unfortunately our students are, are losing out. Right. Students are dying, kids are um, homeless, 
kids are going to jail because they don't have that that extra help and that extra support. Right. And we know that we need that, but because unfortunately we're in a really tough situation, the kids are not getting that. You know, and that's what for me and my brother, being young social entrepreneurs, we feel like it is so necessary to um, educate the public, that's educate the people. Yeah. So. No, man, I, so, I appreciate it. I think that's a great message and something um, you know everybody definitely needs yes. to take into account, man. I appreciate this conversation. Absolutely. I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey guys, really enjoyed this conversation today with Jerron. And you know, it was great to hear about the Architects of Hope and some things that he had going on, but also the message that he wanted to deliver to young entrepreneurs, people that are, you know, may not even have the direction that they want to go. Uh, he talked about student athletes a lot. And I think that's an important message in finding your why, finding your purpose, finding things that you can do and that you can pivot off of what do you love to do that will help make an impact for the next generation. I really enjoyed this conversation today because it didn't just touch on that. We also talked about the importance of reaching out and his branding. You know, he does a lot of things with branding, uh, but reaching out, getting out there and not just in person, but also socially interacting with others, man. And I really enjoy what he's doing and looking forward to what Architects I Hope is going to bring. So uh, check out our other previous conversations as well. We talked with Jermaine Wilson um, about personal branding, marketing in general, but feel free to check out our other conversations and make sure to follow Emerge Marketing Strategies at Emerge MKTG, the Justin Influencer, uh, at Justin Influencer on all social media platforms. Mm -hmm.